always, always love your neighbors as yourself, brother God. And I just want to thank God for everyone in the Sunday And we get ready to uh, dismiss our Sunday school, praise the Lord. And ask everybody because Ronnie was on the thing here. And he said he has court. So everybody all here, pray for him. That God do whatever he has to do, praise the Lord. And we get ready to dismiss Sunday school. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we ask one from another in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. And our model is the child saved, the soul saved. Bless the life. We're going to turn into the hands of our pastor. Amen. We thank God for such a great word. It's always a great word to hear the word of the Lord. There's nothing like it nowhere. And we thank God for the podcast listeners that listen all over. We appreciate you. We thank you. We acknowledge you. We ask that you keep tuning in to Red Blum Fox Podcast. And I'm going to ask uh, uh, Vanetta to stand by Deacon John. And we got uh, Missionary uh, Danielle here as we get ready to open up our morning worship. Father God, in the name of Jesus, first of all, we come boldly before your throne. Thank you for being such a great God. Thank you for being such a good God. You woke us all up this morning and you started us off on our way. God, if it had not been for you, God, we would not even be here on this Zoom line. And we just want to say thank you. Thank you for food on our table. Thank you for clothes on our back. God, we thank you for shelter. Oh, God, a warm bed to sleep in, a house, warm house to live in. God, we thank you right now, God, because you continually to supply all of our needs according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Even in the midst of this pandemic, you taking care of us. And we want you to know, God, we don't take that for granted, but we want you to know we thank you. We thank you, God, for being the God that made the heavens, which the heavens are still being stretched out. Even as we speak, they're still just going, just going, just going, because you are so great. Oh, you made the heavens and the earth. And God, we thank you. Bless us on this day as we prepare to go into our morning worship in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Deacon John, ready for our scriptures. You got to come off mute. All right, we, we can hear you now. Okay. Sing, okay. Psalms 98, verse 1 and verse 4 and 5. Sing unto the Lord a new song, for he has done what marvelous thing. His right hand and his holy arm as gave him the victory. That was one. Four. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord all the earth. Make a loud noise and and joyful rejoice and sing praises. Number five. Sing unto the Lord with the thimble with the thimble and the voice of a praise. That was fine. Thank you, Lord, for the word. Amen. Go ahead, Daniels, come on, statement of faith. We believe the Bible to be the inspired and only infallible written word of God. We believe that there is one God, eternal existence, and three persons God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. We believe in the blessed hope, which is the rapture of the Church of God, which is in Christ at his return. 
We believe that the only means of being cleansed from sin is the repentance and faith in the precious blood of Jesus Christ. We believe that the regeneration by the Holy Spirit is absolutely essential for personal salvation. We believe that the redemptive work of Christ on the cross provides healing for the human body in answer to believing prayer. We believe that the baptism in the Holy Spirit, according to Acts 2 and 4, is given to believers who ask for it. We believe in the sanctifying power of the Holy Spirit by whose indwelling the Christian is made to live a holy and separate life in this present world. Amen. 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 Sister Vanetta. Hey, can you hear me? Yep. Guys and all Thank you, Lord. Bring me all the time into the storehouse that there may be meat in my house. And prove me now herewith, that is the Lord of God, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out of black that there should not be room enough to receive it. And I will, and I will rebuke the devourer for your sake, and he should not destroy the fruit of your body. Neither shall your body, your body, cast their fruit before the time in the field, said the Lord of hosts. Have a blessed reading of your word. Lord, thank you. Amen. We want you to know all of you tired peers that are on this line that are carrying this ministry we thank you we appreciate you we haven't missed a beat we're so grateful and thankful how god is blessing us financially and we ask that you continue continue to think about us and continue to, to pay your tithes and your offering your seed and we appreciate it you're never taken for granted father god in the name of jesus we thank you first of all for the tired peers that take care of your house. We ask God that you open up the windows of heaven and you return them back blessings. Oh, that they may have not have room enough to receive. And bless those, God, that gave an offering. Bless them, God, that they may have next time to give it if they didn't have this time. Bless those that gave seed. Return that seed 100-fold. And God, we acknowledge you in all thy ways and we thank you and we trust you. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Stand by. We're going to hear a couple of selections and we'll be ready for our early speaker. Amen. Amen. Alexa, play You Are All I Need in my library. Here's Your All I Need from your library on Amazon Music. Praise the Lord. We got a lot of things going on trying to get with the Sunday school as well. But I just thank God. Or, Just a couple of them. 
gonna skip some things too, praise God. Comfort ye my people. My people said, your God. Speak ye comfortably to Jerusalem and cry unto their warfare to accomplish that their iniquity is pardoned. For she shall, she has received of the Lord's hand double for all her sins. Hallelujah. Three and four, the voice of him that cried out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. And I'll go down to six and seven. Now let me read it for to every valley shall he shall be exalted, and every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough places plain. Hallelujah. And the glory of God of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Six and seven, the voice said, cry, and he said, what shall I cry? All flesh is grass, and all God goodness thereof is the flower of the field. The grass with it, the flower of faith, because the spirit of the Lord Lord upon it, surely people is grass. And I'm going to go down to 12 and 13. Who hath measured the waters in the hollow of his, of his hand and measured out the heavens with the span and comprehended the dust of the earth in the measure and weighed the mountains and the scales and the hills of balance? Who hath directed the spirit of the Lord in council hath taught him? Then I go to the last one, the 31st verse. 3031. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that were upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up wings as eagles, and they shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. May the Lord have a blessing to the reading of the word. Praise the Lord. And as I was reading this, these are the people that was in exile. Hallelujah in Babylon because of the disobedience they were doing. So God, God had to, you know, had to show them something because of the disobedient praise the Lord. And after they had, praise God, uh, started obeying God and listening to what he said. And just like today, praise the Lord, we, were dis we are disobedient, you know. To God's word. We up in the core of Babylon today, praise the Lord. So the tribe of Judah has to go through some stuff. You know, we didn't know no better. We didn't know what was going on, but now because we have the knowledge of what's going on, praise God, we can rejoice, praise the Lord. So at this time, praise the Lord, he said, because of my comfort, he told him, I'm comforting you. At this point, hallelujah. To be company, he's not, it's not like all uh, how some preachers of praise Lord tell you, uh, you're gonna, uh, if you uh, do such and such, you're gonna receive a blessing in 10 days and do all this. No, that ain't the type of comfort he was talking about. Because you have to go through some stuff and do this stuff, do all this. Praise the Lord. Sister Darlene, I heard your thing, and God is going to take you through that too. Hallelujah. He's going to take you through, and you are going to be that vessel for your granddaughter and your daughter. Hallelujah. Because you want to go 
that her iniquity is pardoned. Every sin that the Israelites were doing, the Judah, whatever, all of God's tribe, they was pardoned. But they're going to be dumb. They're going to be able to go back and return to what, what that was lost, praise God. And what we see now, praise the Lord, is what's going on. Even though they cheating folks and not helping people now, praise the Lord. God is going to double that. Everything that these rich folks that's doing to God's people, I don't care what race or color, God is going to bless these people. Hallelujah. The voice of him that cried out of the way, you know what he's talking about, John, when he was preparing the way for Jesus. He was just a voice. Hallelujah. Moses was just a voice that was crying out in the wilderness to prepare the way as well. Praise the Lord. He was crying out to prepare the way for Jesus. Now we're the voice of the wilderness. Try to prepare the way for people to come to Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Make straight way. Make straight in the desert a highway of our, for our God. Every valley beach shall be exalted and every mountain and hill be made low. All these high-minded folks, I don't care if it's religion or whatever, rich folks, those that have been doing wrong, praise the Lord, God gonna bring them down. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And he gonna make the cricket talk about the ones that been going through the rough patches, been going through trials and tribulations, he gonna make that path straight. Hallelujah. And make the rough edge. Hallelujah. The rough edges. Hallelujah. The, the, the ones that we've been the, the, the little sins, praise the Lord, that we've been asking God to do, even though it's a sin, asking God to, re, to deliver, He's going to make them rough paths straight, praise the Lord. As the voice said, cry. And He said, What do I cry? All flesh is grass and all wilderness thereof is as the flower of the field. Lord, why should we cry? We have to cry out to God, praise the Lord. Whatever situation that we're in, we have to cry out. We got to keep on praising the Lord, regardless of what's going on, praise the Lord. Amen. Because we are just like the grass, praise the Lord. This grass, some of this grass has been covered with snow, praise the Lord, it's dead right now. Hallelujah. But when the springtime comes, that's when the grass stops flowering and blooming, praise the Lord. The grass wither, the flower fades, but the spirit of the Lord bloweth upon it, and it surely the people is grass. The grass wither and the flower fades, but the word of our God shall stand. Regardless of all this dead or whatever, God's word still won't stand. Hallelujah. Who has measured the waters in the hollow of his hand and hath met it out the heavens with the span and comprehended the dust of the earth and the measures and the waves? Mountains and the scales and the hills and the valleys, who have the record spirit, the Lord is being his counsel and taught him. The Lord made every politician or whatever. And whatever God, they can't do nothing, praise the Lord. He made, he let us know, he made all of these people. They don't have a say so unless it's God in this. Praise God. And I and I know, praise the Lord, God is in this here, praise God, right now. 
salvation. No. God's in control of all that. Praise the Lord. When times are rough, we wonder if God is really in charge. Sometimes we look more like, why is this stuff study happening? But we already know he is in charge. Hallelujah. We wonder why he let us get moved around. Yes, we were moved around. God had to scatter all the tribes in different areas. Praise the Lord. Moved around. Hallelujah. If God is really in charge, we wonder why he lets us move around by so many economic, political forces beyond our control. It is not our control. It's God has that control. We sometimes wonder if he really even cares about what's going on in the world. Yes, he do. Mm-hmm. Or our lives. If he really is in charge, does he know what he's doing? Some folks probably say, Lord, do you know what you're doing? Yes, God knows. He's the one created the world. He created us. If he didn't know what he was doing, we would never exist. Praise God. Hallelujah. The testimony of Isaiah is resounding. Yes, nations may rise and fall. Rules may come and go. God remains both started and finished. He's Alpha and he's Omega, the beginning and the end. Hallelujah. The circumstances that surround us are temporary conditions. This is just temporary. Hallelujah. What we're going through is just temporary. This is not always going to be, praise the Lord. We got to just keep on standing, praise God. Hallelujah. In the scheme of eternity, as God sustains the stars in heaven and able to say that easily every day, we may not be able to say that easily every day, but if we keep coming back to him, keep on praising God, keep on just, uh, Holding out, because that's my message. Hold out. If we keep holding out, he's going to come to our rescue. He will not disappoint us. Have he ever disappointed us yet? No. God has never did that, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God created this, praise God. We ain't got to worry about nothing, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And I'm going to skip on, praise the Lord. Even the youth shall faint and be weary. Young men shall utterly fall. Yes, young folks getting tired, praise the Lord. Because me, myself, praise the Lord, the body we, the body itself, praise the Lord, I'm the one I exercise. And so if I have to keep on exercising, not just uh, uh, my body, but I'm also exercising my spirit, praise the Lord, by breathing. We have to keep on letting God, praise the Lord, control and stay in control of us, praise the Lord, because we can all faint. Lord said, let's not be weary and well doing this in Galatians. For in due season, we shall reap. We shall reap the heart. Everything that was lost, we shall gain back. Double. If we keep on holding on and holding out, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. So when we get weary, praise the Lord, but if we wait on God, He's going to renew their strength, praise the Lord. Upon the Lord shall renew their strength, and they shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. As long as we wait on God, hallelujah. Hallelujah. We got to keep on Waiting on the Lord. Don't be weary, praise God. 
I'm going to read the scripture real quick. Psalms 8, 68 and 4. 68 chapter 4 verse. Sing unto the Lord God. Sing praise to him, to his name. Extol him that rise upon the heavens by his name, Jah, and rejoice before him. Sing unto the Lord, praise Sing unto him. Hallelujah. When you get weary, sing unto God. Hallelujah. Woo, praise the Lord. Praise him. Hallelujah, wherever you go. Hallelujah. Keep being that light, praise God. Keep on being what God wants you to be. <clears throat> because in due time and in due season, praise the Lord, we are going to be with God as long as we keep on waiting on God and not be weary. We're going to be all right, saints, praise God. The Lord let me know we're going to be all right. Whatever God say, we do, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Don't go within yourself. Always ask God for guidance, praise the Lord, and hold out, praise the Lord. Listen to the Lord. Hallelujah. Listen to his call. Listen to what he has to do. Don't go to yourself, praise the Lord. Just hold out and let God guide you. Don't walk before him. Walk behind God and let God be your head, praise the Lord. Let him always be the head of your life. And may the Lord have a blessing to the reading and the hearing of his word. Amen. We thank the Lord for that early word. As we continue on, wait on the Lord. Be a good cheers and wait. Father, we thank you for your word this morning, our Sunday school and our early word. We thank you because your word is truth. And God, we thank you. Now we ask you continue to bless us. You have blessed us up until this very moment. And we thank you. We thank you for the podcast listeners. God, we ask that you continue to bless them, that they may get an understanding of the word all around this world. God, we ask that you add, in the name of Jesus, listeners, to hear this great word. Now, God, don't let us misinform anybody, but teach us and give us your word. God, we thank you. Give us your word to live by on this week. We already heard great things. Continue. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. Dr. Lanningham, uh, she was dealing last week out of Philippians. I want to look at that Philippians 3. She deal with a couple. She, I think she did with two, four, whatever, whatever she did. She always make me dig and know what I'm, she always make me get my, my, my act together and know what I'm talking about. She, if you're going to follow her, boy, I'm telling you, when she get in there, you're going to have to go search. You're not going to just be able to sit down and just read. You're going to have to go and get some background. So we thank the Lord. I want to look at Philippians, that third chapter. I want to look at about six verses uh, as we move along. Uh, Philippians 3, first verse, Christ Jesus, and have no confidence. Oh, let me go back. My phone. Finally, my brother. This I had to kind of mix it up here. Finally, my brother. I, you know this this letter here. It's like it's like he's closing, but he ain't because there's a Philippians four. But he's saying, finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. So he's telling us to rejoice. Just rejoice in the Lord, regardless of whatever we're going through, ups and downs, and whatever it is, family members or people. Rejoice in the Lord. Then he goes on, Paul said, to write the same thing to you, to me, indeed, is not irksome, 
but for you it is safe. Beware of the dogs. Now he take a whole turn as he dealt with to rejoice. Now he come back saying, beware of the dogs. Beware of the evil workers. Hmm. Beware of the concision. Third verse. For we are the circumcision who worship by the Spirit of God and glory in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. Though I myself might have confidence even in the flesh, if any other man thinketh to have confidence in the flesh, I yet more. Fifth verse. Circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel. Now here, now here, here Paul letting them know, in his writing, he letting them know who he is and where he came from. He goes on and he said, Circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel, the tribe of Benjamin. A Hebrew of Hebrews, hmm, as touching the law, a Pharisee, as touching zeal, prosecuting the church, as touching the righteousness, which is in the law, found blameless. Let's look at this. And I'm going to go back and I'm going to be moving. Okay. Again, remember the background of this epistles, this fifth Philippians third chapter. Paul is chained to a Roman soldier. Can you imagine being chained to somebody and you still writing and you still rejoicing? I mean, this this Paul, he, he impresses me uh, with his writing and how he goes on and regardless what's going on in his life, he, he, he's sending us a signal. He's sending us a word telling us don't make no difference if you chain to a Roman soldier. Don't make no difference what you're going through. That, that Listen, I'm still going to rejoice as I write this letter. So he is uh, uh, a Roman soldier. He's uh, uh, chained to in prison. Writing the, the Philippians in the penitentiary. The keynote of this epistle is rejoice, he said. Now, sometimes we find it hard to rejoice in times of trouble. But here Paul is sending us a great word of truth and saying, Don't make no difference, brother. I'm in prison. I'm chained to a Roman soldier. I'm down here in a dungeon. Rats running around here. All kind of vermins. And here I am. I'm writing to you. Because I need you to hear this epistle. I need you to hear what the Lord is telling me to tell you. He's telling me to keep. Is rejoice. He said. Then he goes on to finally my brethren in the Lord. I'm on I'm three. I jump back to three real quick. You know oftentimes it's extremely difficult to rejoice in circumstances. In fact, I think sometimes it is impossible. To rejoice in circumstances. I just did a dumb thing. I ran through a red light and hit somebody. And I'm being sued for a million dollars. It's hard to rejoice in circumstances. But you can't always rejoice in the Lord. Regardless of what happened, you can rejoice in the Lord. Regardless how you feel, what you're thinking, you still can rejoice. Because he is above the circumstances. So he led you to it. He going to bring you through it. So the exhortation is the scriptures is always that of rejoicing in the Lord. And Paul writes. To write the same thing, he goes in the second verse. To write the same thing to you, to me, indeed is not grievous. In other words, here I am. I'm in chains. Prison. But I don't find it hard to write this to you. 
and rejoicing here in the Lord. I am sure he wasn't rejoicing in the circumstances themselves. They are rather miserable. But that does not stop you from rejoicing in the Lord. Wow. There's always a call to rejoice in the Lord. So it don't make no difference what's going on in your life or what's happening. And, and you're going through a situation. If you just stop and think today and say, I'm going to rejoice regardless of what's going on in my life. I'm going to rejoice in the Lord and start giving God some praise and honor and glory and letting him know you're here to my life. You're here to the circumstances. You take this thing, God, and you fix it. However you're going to do it, I'll be satisfied. So he goes on. He makes a turn. And this is a strange turn as he just did rejoicing. That second verse, he said, but for you is safe. Beware of dogs. Beware of dogs. Now, immediately after telling them to rejoice in the Lord, he is warning them. He warning us today. Be careful of these dogs. Paul had a certain people that seemed to follow him. Be careful. Be careful of these false teachers. That's what he's talking about. These dogs who want to lead the people of God astray. You got to watch them. You got to watch out for these dogs. Paul had a certain people that seemed to follow him wherever he went, trying to pervert that which he taught of the grace of God. Darlene was talking this morning and struck me. What she was saying is that the life that she lived was a rough and tough life. What nothing to play with. Carrying them guns and selling dope. But she said something that made sense because now she's born again and the people that she hung with, the people that she sold dope to, they're looking at her and there's something different about her. And, and, and like Dr. Lanham said, that's the light. The glory of God is shining in her life. Each and every last one of us on this line, when people see us, they know we're not playing church. They know if you're playing church or not. They know we're not living raggedy. They know because they're looking at the glory of God. They're looking at them. Our teachers, our missionaries, Ivanis, Vonda, her sister, Veronica, Dave, all of us. Deacon John, all of us has got that light shining because we're doing our best to live right. All that we know how. So he goes on and he tells them, be careful. Because Paul has certain people that would follow him to try to, to try to say, no, what he's saying or what she's saying is not true. But that was a lie. Because back then, what happened was to revert that which he taught the grace of God, especially the Jewish legalizers. That's who he was dealing with. Who sought to bring the people back to a legal relationship with God. Putting them under the law. They, they demanded that they be circumcised and they keep the law of Moses in order to be saved. Which Paul called the perversion of the gospel of Jesus Christ. They didn't have to do that to be saved. It's only by faith. And Paul was trying to relay that over to them. You don't have to live under the law no more. No, no, no. You don't dot every I, cross every T. No, 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 no. Jesus Christ has came and bought the good news. 
It is interesting that these people usually refer to the Gentiles as dogs. I won't be long. And stay with me. Stay with me. That was a common name by which the Jews referred to the Gentiles. The Gentile dogs, it was not a reference uh, uh, to a kindly family pet, but it was a reference to those mean wild dogs that roamed Israel, barking and snapping at everybody belonging to nobody. And they were a sort of a hated animal. And thus the name dog the Jews began to apply to the Gentiles. It is interesting that Paul turns it around and uses it of those teachers that would seek to put the believers back under the law. Beware of dogs. Beware of evil workers. Beware of the concision. The word concision comes from a Greek word which means mutilators. They would say you have to be circumcised to be saved. Paul was saying, no, you don't. All you have to do now since Jesus came is accept the Lord and by faith you're saved. You don't have to mutilate yourself no more. You ain't got to cut yourself no more. Paul is, is talking about their demands that the Gentiles be circumcised to be saved. So here the Jews are saying, no, they can't be saved. They're Gentiles. What are you talking about, Paul? They have to be circumcised. If you read any Greek, you can pick up on the play on words. Beware of the concision. For we are circumcised which worship God in the spirit. That's the third verse. Jesus said, God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. I'm almost done with this reading. I'm going to go back over there and finish a few verses. He is attempted to use as a Torah within Judaism, which is now the Ten Commandments, but the entire system of legal, jurisprudent of Judaism, what Paul is trying to do is demand, he, he's trying to dismantle Judaism. Okay, now, when he said Torah, he talking about the book of Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. That's the Torah. That's the Torah right there. Now, Paul was trying to dismantle Judaism and make Jesus the new Moses. He was trying to tell them, you don't have to live under the law anymore. And I just he he's not talking about just the Ten Commandments. He talking about the Torah. He talking about in the book of Deuteronomy and in those books. He talking about how they was under the law. And back then, if if a if a young woman was caught having sex with a man and she wasn't married, they would stone her. If a woman was married and had sex with another man, cheated on her husband, and they catch her, they would stone her. We ain't under the law no more. Paul was telling them, look, man, y'all need to drop this foolishness because we're not dealing like that no more. Christ has came. The good news has came. Okay, so he's he trying to dismantle Judaism. Uh, okay, and in the history of the Jewish people, in the light of Christ coming as a sacrifice, the problem is the Jews still exist. They did not follow the interpretation of law and grace and did not see his interpretation as definitive. His letters speak to the Jews at the synagogue of Satan. At the synagogue of Satan. They were full of devils in the synagogue. Synagogue, that's what Paul called it. The synagogue of Satan. 
So he clearly did not see Jews as having a right to believe what they believe, that Jesus is not Lord. The old covenant was a covenant of a service. Hear what is right. Hear what is wrong. Do what is right. This is all he was trying to teach them. Do your best to live right, to do right, and don't do wrong. Do what's right. So the covenant foundation is the five books of Moses. We talk about the Torah or books of the law. So Paul explained that in the new covenant is the new covenant of grace, which releases us from bondage to the law. Thank you, Jesus, that you came and releases us. Thank you from the bondage of the law. This doesn't mean this doesn't mean that this doesn't mean that that basic right or wrong have changed, but that our sinful nature has now been provided for in Christ. We don't have to wait for an annual feast in order to be forgiven, but we can go directly to God in Christ in whom and by whom the entire relationship of mankind with God has been transformed. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, he, he means the Mosaic and the Levitical law of the Torah. We don't have to live under that no more. He was trying to get that across to the Jews and tell them, but someone would always follow him and always dispute with him on what he was trying to convey to them that Jesus has came. Paul, formerly named Saul, was a trained Jewish theologian. He was talking about uh, the, 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 the rabbi law, the rabbinical law, as described in Leviticus, Numbers, and other texts written by rabbis over the years. Paul was at the feet of Gezemeyer, and Gezemeyer was a known uh, 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 top dog far as coming to law. He knew the law. He studied the law. And Paul went and sat at his feet. So Paul knew the law back and forth. He knew it. But he knew once Jesus had came and Jesus revealed himself to him, he knew that it wasn't the law anymore. Okay, so he goes on. When Paul referred to some Gentile who didn't know the law but had the law in their hearts, he meant that they didn't know how to behave in the way pleasing to God by following Jewish religious law, but that God had put in their heart an understanding of how to live properly and to please God. God is talking to us still today, and he's telling us to live right all that we know how. Live right. You know right from wrong. Live where God can be pleased with your life. And when he said that Gentile believers did not have to follow the law, he didn't mean civil law. He meant the kosher rules of all the rest of the rules of behavior under Jewish religious law. Before Saul changed his name to Paul, Jesus had commissioned uh, his disciples, I'm almost due, to preach the good news to the whole world and made them his disciples. He said, teach them everything that I have taught you. This means the good news teaching. Here's what we're supposed to be teaching, y'all. When we run into somebody out there and we begin to talk with them out there, we got to make sure we tell them the good news that Jesus Christ has came for our sins. The good news. We got to tell them Jesus is the good news and the good news has came and he has left us with salvation. He had left us with forgiveness. We don't have to go to a priest. 
behind closed doors and ask for forgiveness and confess all our sins. We could talk to him alone, to him in the sky, and he will hear us and hear our cry. The good news teaching material has been completed, and the gospel that Christians are supposed to teach and preach to the world is the good news. Boy, I'm trying to tell you, Veronica, boy, Veronica, I can hear Veronica pushing. She was almost preaching. She was preaching this morning. Y'all messed around and let me got a hold of this thing. And I tell you, y'all, preaching ain't nothing but teaching, but it's all good. But here we go. Christians supposed to teach and preach the world is the good news. And the kingdom of God, listen to this, not the gospel of God's grace, why Jesus need to send some someone to deliver a second set of teachers after he had instructed him disciples to deliver the first set. Jesus promised two things that will come after he left. Listen to this. First is the Holy Spirit. He said, I must go, but the comforter must come. So the Holy Spirit is to remind us and guide us to the truth of God's good teachings. The focus is in his teachings. The second one that will come is false teachers. They hear y'all. They're in all the churches. False teachers. He identified as ravaging wolves. Come in sheep clothing. And also a thief. We had a lesson of, uh, not too long ago. I mean, it may have even been a month. And, and, and Dr. Lanningham was teaching it. And she was asking a question about who, who who is that man that will come and steal, try to steal the sheep. He was a thief. That's who he was. He was a ravaging wolf in sheep clothing. He goes on and said, ravaging wolves exist in one verse in Old Testament referred to a Jacob prophecy to Benjamin. Paul mentioned that he was from the tribe of Benjamin. Jesus taught his disciples to love their enemies. He rebuked Peter and healed the soldier's ear. During his life on earth, he never harmed anybody. Never. Why Jesus made Saul blind. Look at this, I'm closing. Jesus said, it's better for me to go so the Holy Spirit can come. This indicated that the Holy Spirit and Jesus' ministry do not mix. He had to go and get out of the way of the comforter who was coming and who was here now, who was leading us all into truth. All of us are being led by the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost. I don't care if people tell you you ain't got it. They don't know what you got. They don't know what's done came in you. They don't know nothing about it. They go by, if, you, if, you, if they, they say, you, 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 you're not speaking in tongue. That's not so. You still can have the Holy Spirit. Because that's all this purpose is to lead and to guide us into all truth. I don't care how many tongues you speak in. And really you're supposed to have an interpreter if you're going to get up in church and prophesy through the whole service. Where's the interpreter? Sit down. Yeah, you can speak. I love to hear it. But don't come in and take the service and speak and try to show you so deep. No, no, no. You speak in tongues. God gave you that. You do that. But one thing you better know, that the Holy Ghost is leading all of us on this Zoom call. He's leading all of us children around the world into the truth of God. So, Holy Spirit has come. 
why Jesus had to break his own word. Look what he had to do, and I'm closing. He had to break his own word by coming back to meet Paul on the road to Damascus. He had to come back. He had to reveal to him who he was. He was supposed to come back because the Holy Spirit was already working in his place. So he came back to show Paul on the road to Damascus and to teach him personally one-on-one. -on -one. I'm closing. I just deal with the first six verses because this thing is good. Dr. Lanningham has stirred me up and she went to dipping and dabbing and flipping last week and then I went to reading this week and looking back. But listen, I'm through. I want to read these first six verses that I read before, but I want to read them to you out of the Good News Bible, and I'm through. First verse, in, in conclusion, my friend, be joyful in your union with the Lord. This is out of Good News. I don't mind repeating what I have written before you, and you will be safer if I do so. Second verse, Philippians. Watch out for those who do evil things, those dogs, those who insist on cutting the body. That's the concision. It is we, not they, who have received the true circumcision. For we worship God by means of his spirit. Thank you, Jesus. And rejoice in our life in union with Christ Jesus. We do not put any, any trust in eternal ceremonies. External. External ceremonies. We don't have to cut the flesh. We don't have to do anything but worship God in spirit and in truth. I could, of course, fourth verse, put my trust in such things. If any of you think you can trust in the eternal ceremonies, external ceremonies, I have even more reason to feel that way. Last two verses, fifth. I was circumcised when I was, I was a week old. I am an Israelite by birth of the tribe of Benjamin. A pure-blooded Hebrew, as far as keeping the Jewish law is concerned, I was a Pharisee, last verse. And I was so zealous that I prosecuted the church as far as a person can be righteous by obeying the commands of the law. I was without fault. I ran around and I thought that I was doing right and I began to, to prosecute the people of God. I even went to the high priest and I got letters. And the letters told me that I could go arrest them and take them from their own home. I could see Paul taking the children from their mothers, snatching them away from their legs, and t taking the family to jail. All who, oh my God, help me here. All who didn't uh, follow the law, he was going after. And all of a sudden, big bad Paul, we really was saw, was on his way to Damascus to do the same thing to the people of God. And Jesus met him. Jesus met him and told him, I'm going to send you to a street. And it's going to be called Straight. What he was really saying, you're going to get your butt on straight street. <laughs> That's what I'm finna do with you. I'm finna straighten you out. And Paul became one of the greatest writers. One of the greatest. I believe he had 12 or 13 books. He wrote more books than anybody. And if you follow, if you follow his style and follow his books, he has a style that you be like, man, okay, this cat here, man, 
you know his writings because he's straight and he's four. And he always tells us to rejoice or to stand still. I thank God for the word. Thank God for you being on this line. I'm going to ask, is there any announcements? I know we got uh, on Wednesday night, 6 o'clock, Dr. Lanham. Are you there? Yes, sir. I'm here. Where are we at? Uh, oh, man. Listen, y'all. I'm not going to tell y'all. I, I, I had to be honest. That thing was so good. I got all those scriptures. <laughs> I got all those scriptures. I, and I kind of went ahead of you. And I stole some of them so I could be ahead of you. <laughs> so I could, when you was talking, I was getting them scriptures. Jack, I got all of them. And I'm telling y'all, whoa, man, the word of God was Good boy, it's always good. Even this morning, Sunday school, early work. But it looked like it just the word of God just it just keep going higher and higher and higher. Man, this God is so awesome. My God, He's the greatest. He's the greatest that ever lived and the greatest that's ever gonna live. He always He always blows my mind. So, Dr. Lanahan, where are we at for uh, Wednesday night, 6 o'clock? Well, we're still, we're still in, the, in the state, so just come, and I'll double screen again like I did, and everybody will be able to see and write down the scriptures and, and follow along. So y'all, just come. Y'all, we'll be here Wednesday 6 o'clock. Different people, didn't even that they came on, uh, on, yeah. on our prayer. Listen, y'all. Listen, I'm, let me say this to all of us. I know that we're in a tough time right now, and I'm just not saying that prophecy. I'm talking what I see and what I'm looking at, what I'm hearing, as far as this thing goes. And uh, the new president came in, and he he got busy with these shots. And it said uh, Donald Trump did not do nothing. He didn't even talk about the virus come in the end. All he was talking about was uh, he lost and they cheated and all that. This man came in. He's moving, y'all. And, and he's trying to vaccinate everybody uh, before the end of May. So, uh, listen, y'all. Y'all have stayed with us thus far. And I love y'all. I don't take you for granted. Keep staying with us. I, 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 I can't tell y'all uh, right away, but we we getting ready to go back into the house of the Lord. Believe me, we getting ready to go back. But we gonna we gonna make we gonna make sure that when we go in there, that they gonna have this thing under control. See, because 
I don't I don't, I don't want none of us and he, some of us is getting shots and we're not we're, we're not going too much worry about nothing but I'm concerned about even those who don't take shots we praying and, and keeping you also but listen we watching the world we watching what's going on I want you to know it's a fool that don't watch and pray I'm watching and I'm praying and we're gonna go back in there it's probably gonna be in the summer but we're going back and I want y'all to know to, to hold on I see greater things are getting ready to come after this if the people don't start flocking in and following Christ it's gonna be a trouble because we're so close to getting out of here it's not funny it's not funny now so uh, let's hang in there and like this uh, Dr. Landingham uh, I have to be honest with y'all I don't want her to 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 be uh, in fear of coming and taking nothing back to her husband either and and I do want y'all to know and I'm and I'm telling y'all I have to confess today we're telling y'all uh, I shut down because I thought about y'all you know and 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 I couldn't I couldn't protect y'all it's gonna have, it has to be God and and I don't know if y'all really know but even me with this kidney disease that they say I got I said they say I got it's called fascistic kidney disease that's what they they say my doctor told me hey you better watch out you know because the thing or whatever it, it attacks your organ but it, it won't attack this one because it, it ain't getting me but what I'm saying what I'm saying to you all we have to look out for those that have diabetes those that have the condition that they say and we know what they say ain't no sense of us acting like they didn't they don't say it and when you don't go to them they they say it they say it and they tell you uh what you have to do and I tell people now and I'm telling y'all if, if God don't heal me from this I know he can Hallelujah. Amen. that's all I have to say about that if he Amen. don't I know he can so I, I still have confidence in God so let's stay close uh, it won't be long we, we, we come into an end of a journey uh, where where they haven't under control enough, or we could go back in the house. Amen. We don't 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 we can't jump too fast. Now listen, Texas, Texas and Mississippi, some of them folks, it's it's too fast now. You cannot do that because these people, a lot of them don't haven't got vaccinated or nothing in Texas, in Mississippi, in different places. So let's just be mindful and be careful. I want y'all to know. Hang on in there. We're going back. Amen. We're going back. I can't wait to get back. I love y'all. Be encouraged. And trust me, I am really praying. Now, 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 
now, now listen, y'all. Even with with share the love, we may go back in there. Uh, we're gonna get some dates way before we go back in there completely. But we're gonna take we're gonna take that corner. We're gonna take that corner. We're gonna bless them people, them people down there. We share the love. We're gonna share it, and we we're not down there playing. This is no play for us, you know. We doing we doing the work of the Lord, and we serious about it. So share the love. Most likely, uh, we're gonna have some events before we get all the way back in there when it get warm. We gonna we gonna take that we gonna take that we gonna take that corner. So uh, call me call call me V. We are gonna set up some dates to go back uh, early for our share the love go. And we just gonna keep watching what the world keep watching how how it's going. Everything is going, and we're gonna be prayerful, and we're gonna just stand and stay with the Lord. I love you, I appreciate you. I don't take you for granted. You're blessed people. You're precious. You're God's people. I dare do anything uh, to belittle you or anything. You're great people, and always remember that you're great. Amen. Father, God, we thank you. With our ears have heard and our heart have received. Bless us, God, as we go throughout this week. Continue to bless us. Continue to keep us from the virus. And we thank you. And God, we want you to know. We recognize. We recognize that you can only keep us. And we thank you for keeping us. Yes, Lord. Bless us as we go this week. Those that are going to work as we go about and just move about. Continue to keep your hands around us continue yes, to oh god keep Ooh. us in the palm of your hand keep us because we want to yeah. be kept keep yes, us lord we standing we standing god and we standing on your word because yes, your yes, word lord. is truth yes god. and we yes. want you to know we love you god we love you with all our heart mind yes, body god. and soul and we appreciate you and we thank you in jesus name amen amen and amen, amen. amen. All right. okay. Six. Six, six o'clock. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Love y'all. Love y'all. Bye-bye.